Welcome to Insight MBA. I am Maddie G. Make sure you like and subscribe this video or this audio. Download the audio. Get to it. This is the Thursday show. Friday, if you're in Australia, this is called Chase Down. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. Look, you are indeed, and yesterday was an absolutely huge 14-game day. Now, we've all gone over the box scores. Hopefully, you've gone over the box scores by now, and you've looked at your teams. I spoke about it earlier in the week with Mally and with Matty O'Brien on our show on the weekend. When you're trying to play fantasy with a 14-game day, 28 teams are playing, which is absolutely massive. And it's very hard to schedule your team in that way. You know you're going to have to bench guys. You've got to make the right choices. But injuries might be getting to you at this point, so it's easier to roster those guys. I said it last week, the NBA is absolutely decimated right now. I kid you not, the NBA is absolutely decimated with injuries right now. If, you're a st- if you've got a stream spot, you need to start utilizing that. If you've got an IL spot, utilize that IL spot. You need to be active in your league to make sure you're targeting games on the day. And on today, when there's only two games, well. You can stream in some guys. So I'm going to talk about streams, not just for today's two-game day with a Mexico game, but also about guys overall with the impact of injuries. You might want to just give a little bit of a closer look into your, into your league. Also, guys who are returning from injury who may have slipped off some people's radars. That's important. And I've got a very hot one for you as well. I do have a very hot one on that one because I'm surprised when I had to do the research last night. I'll save that little pick until the end. How many leagues they're available in? We'll get to that one. So let's preview today's game without any further ado. Let's have a look, a little NBA preview. He's heating up. Yeah, look, we've got two games on today, including the second game of the day down Mexico Way or just south of the border if you are in the United States. The first one today is the Pacers and the Bucks. Now, Giannis is a game time decision. has been listed this morning, waking up to that news uh, overnight in the States. If Giannis is out, Portis is a must-add. Now, Portis is continually dropped and added. He's seen so many different rosters. He's probably, I think Bobby Portis is like the Jeff Green of fantasy, apart from Jeff Green in fantasy. He's picked up, dropped, and thrown around so many times. Now, he's available in 67% of leagues overall. So that 70% will tell you he's available in 10, 12, and some 14-team leagues. And with the Bucs have a favorable end-of-week schedule, and with the game today, I think everyone just needs to hang out on their waiver wire and just wait for that announcement. Get your Twitter feeds. If you can get that drop spot in, make sure you're doing it for Giannis today because Portis, like yesterday, that was a huge line from Bobby Portis. He got to see a lot more time, a lot more run in yesterday's game. And the Bucks dug out the win over a very feisty Pistons outfit with Cade Cunningham, who continues to impress. Now, Duran was in the middle there holding it down. We Asar Thompson, he's been doing incredibly well. The stream for people on Killian Hayes was great. But Giannis got that pickup done, got a steal, went the length of the floor, flexed on Isaiah Stewart, kind of did the too small afterwards. He kind of flexed on him. like He taunted him a little bit. And he's like, oh, shit, what have I done here? And he, and he started to go in the too small. You're too small. He started to emote, I'm, no, I'm just playing 2K. He's too small. And he got ejected from the game. So Bobby Portis got brought into the game and put up a respectable line, 18-5-2, no defensive stats, but 500 from the line and 100% from the free throw line is what Bobby Portis does. Also seeing an uptick in minutes is Jay Crowder. Serviceable yesterday, 10, 5, 2, and a steal. He gets those peripherals. He hit two threes, and he was two from three for the line. They are the must-add Bucks guys, because when I look at their rotation, I'm not kind of sure what's happening right now. 
Beasley's minutes have been down as a starting shooting guard in this team. Now, I know Matty O'Brien was high on him. He hasn't looked that great. Look, the 10, 6, and 2, and 1 is okay and salvageable in 25 minutes from yesterday's game. But they're rolling out Bochamp a lot more. Could you bring him in? You possibly could at this point, especially if this is a short game day. So you're literally scraping the barrel to see the best available guys. So if you're looking for a waiver wire targets today. Targets acquired. Yeah, it's absolutely, without shadow of a doubt, Portis, Crowder, and Bochamp. Uh, like those are the guys who are really putting in those yards right now. Campaign serviceable off the bench, but probably not going to do too much. If you need some peripherals by way of point guard, look, Cam's going to do you okay in that regard. But I do think there's better options there, especially when their opponent is the Indiana Pacers. Now, I call them the Nay brothers, Nemhard and Naismith. The Nays or the Knees, maybe you want to say it, Knee, Nay, I just call them horsey boys. Those guys are getting a lot of minutes off the bench. Buddy Heald, is not available in your league, most likely. Now, when I looked at Buddy Hill the other day, I was surprised to see his availability is so high. I thought it maybe be about 75. I know he's been dropped in a bunch of leagues lately, but he's 85%. So you're not going to be able to get Buddy Healed. But comparatively, your Naismith and your Nemhards are guys you want to target on the paces, especially because they just seem intrinsically rooted to not giving Obi Toppin all the minutes in this team. I was hopeful for Obi at the beginning of the season. He's had some flashes recently. I haven't completely sold my stock. There's a couple of leagues that I'm holding on for, but with injuries, I've I've been forced to look elsewhere. I did want Obi to I do want nice things for Obi Toppin. I do, and he has been more serviceable. In fact, his minutes have seen a slight improvement until the last game when he only got 19. So he went from 20, he got 26 and 27. I was like, okay, okay, we're on the right track. We got a loss and a win there. Let's see where it goes for the next game. They dug out the win for 19 points. Not a great game. His best line of the year was 19, two rebounds, one assist, and two steals. Now, if that translates over with 100% from the free throw line and 540 from the field, yeah, if that translates over to getting 27 minutes a night, and that's the st- he's an absolute must add. But right now, he's not so much because they then will sit him down and Naismith and Nemhard will get a bulk of those minutes off the bench. And including this one, talking about a waiver wire target, Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith is fantasy relevant, especially on today's low volume day. If you were chasing rebounds, if you were chasing blocks, they have rolling out Jalen Smith now in this lineup a lot more than I thought they would. In fact, Sticks is actually putting up serviceable numbers. He seems on a good little trajectory right now. So I'm just very curious. I know a couple of leagues that I'm in have picked him up for the day stream and deservedly so. He got 25 minutes last game, 12-21. If the Bucks rest Giannis, if that does happen, he has a knee problem. It's a game-time decision on the night of a back-to-back. But if they do rest him and they get a bit of a bump right now, and, and, and the pace has been putting up some points, Jalen's going to get more run. His last game at 25 minutes, 16-11, with two steals and a block. You'd love to see it. 8.50 from the line. It's Look, he can shoot the free throws. He's got a serviceable percentage for a center, but his field goal percentage and efficiency this year, without being so greedy to shoot everything that comes his way, just to prove his point, he's been more efficient so far and hats off to him. And he stretches the floor occasionally. In fact, the last game he didn't hit a three, but previously he hit one, two, and one. So Jalen Smith is a plug and play guy today, especially if you do have a roster spot. If you're looking for rebounds, if you're looking for efficiency, Jalen fits that mold for you. 
Now, Naismith and Nemhard are also guys you want to be having a look at. Now, Naismith is rostered in only 22% of leagues. I've looked him up on one of my Yahoos now, and he's rostered in this one. But look at his last game, 690 from the floor. Now, he had a stinker a couple of games ago against Charlotte, but versus the Spurs and against the Jazz, he has been amazing. And he is an absolute weapon this week. He is a stream target today. You can get an extra game out of the paces this week as well. So that's what you want to look for. You want to look at guys who you can pick up now and guys who can serve you for the course of the weekend. And that's favorable. You really want to look at those games who can serve you both because the back-to-back is done for them at the end of this one. They do have one more game at the end of the week. So it's not just to pick up for one game and leave it. If you want to do that, you can. Because going into the Friday-Saturday game, it's only the Celtics. It's only the Celtics who are back now with Derek White to full strength. You've got Peyton Pritchard getting a majority of those minutes off the bench. We'll have a look at that Celtics rotation in a second and see where we can get some value out of there or just even an ad for that back-to-back. Because you, what you do is you stream in a guy like Six today. You stream in a Naismith. You stream in a Nemhard. You stream in our next game of the day, which is the Hawks and the Magic down in Mexico. You stream in a Sadiq Bay. Sadiq Bay has been dropped in a lot of leagues. I dropped him in one. I didn't want to. I got a pickup. But with Bogdan Bogdanovich injured right now, he had an extended run the other night. This is also great for Jalen Johnson owners. For those of us who picked him up off the waiver wire, he's going to see an extended run. But Sadiq Bay is probably one of the prime beneficiaries of this team. And in fact, Sadiq Bay is rostered in only 44% of leagues. And I'm very happy to be owning Sadiq Bay in a couple of leagues. He's been very efficient for the most part for the year. He's given you the threes. The additional rebounds has been very nice from Sadiq. Eight last game, five, seven, six, nine. He's putting in that workhorse effort on the rebounds, not to just give you points and threes. You're not going to see a lot of assists out of the bloke. The occasional steal would be nice. He started off the season red freaking hot. Remember the game of the, remember the first game of the Hawks for the season? Five steals? Whew, looking like an absolute diva. Those are some Asar Thompson numbers right there. But no, it is Sadiq Bay. And he's not that good at defense, but he is a serviceable defender. And he does get his body involved. He does get in there for rebounds and does give you those peripherals. So if he's going to be hitting at a good clip, he's going to be giving you some points. He's going to be giving you some threes. If that's what you're chasing in your league this week, points, threes, and rebounds, this is a guy. If you've got two spots, maybe a Jalen Smith, maybe a Bobby Portis. If you get Bobby Portis today and Sadiq Bay. Those two ads can help you win your week 100% because they're just going to give you volume today on low volume game days. So this is where you get to maximize what you do against your opponent. So I'm thinking Sadiq Bay is an absolute top shout for Atlanta for the day. Their bench has been, look, serviceable. Anyeka Okongwu, though, he's coming off the bench. You're not going to get him in your league. In fact, Okongwu, look, I saw him dropped in one the other day. And I was absolutely shocked to see a Necro Kongwu dropped. He is still available in 24% of leagues. So on Yahoo, 26% of leagues. That's 10 team leagues, gone. 12 team leagues, gone. He might be available in some 14s and probably definitely, oh, I wouldn't say six. So he's probably available in 10 team leagues for a day stream. Maybe available in a 12. He is definitely not available in a 14 or a 16 team league. In fact, if you are in a 14 or a 16 team, or God knows, a 20 team league right now, just do a search for Neko Okongwu, please. Let me help you do something that you might not usually do, just thinking this, because I found DeAnthony Melton in two leagues in the last week, just sitting there. Now, I know that doesn't look great because he had a shithouse performance last game. Fair enough. 
But long-term, Melton is a must-add player. That's a guy, a starting shooting guard, great position eligibility. That's a guy like Melton you want on your team. Now, Anyeka Okongwu only has C eligibility across leagues, but he is an ad. Now, that's inevitable. No, it's not inevitable. If, if the if the dreamed of Clint Capella trade goes through, this guy is fire. Now, I, I traded him in a league, and I might have buyer's remorse. I got back Carl Anthony Towns and Jason Tatum and another bloke in the – there was a big trade. And I was dubious of it at the time. Bogdan Bogdanovich was also a fourth add-in for me on that trade. And I was dubious because I love what he's been doing off the bench for Atlanta. The injury concerns that he had, that's kind of where I was thinking, look, maybe he gets injured again. Maybe maybe I can get him back on the wire later. Maybe he'll get dropped. I don't know. But Ineka Okonglu was someone that I, I'm holding on to in a couple of leagues. I'm in a league where I've got Walker Kessler and I've got Ineka Okonglu and I've been flipping between them. And that's kooked me so mm, – that's been frustrating. Because when Walker will suck one game, I've put in a Kongwu for the next game because he played a great game on the same day that Walker Kessler sucked. So I'll roll out a Kongwu. And guess what? He'll suck. And Walker Kessler will get a double-double in a few block shots. I don't have to worry about that right now with Walker Kessler, but he's out for a little bit of time. So Neck is going to get that run. So if he is available on your league today, he is an absolute shout. I've thought he has been playing incredibly well. And if you can get Sadiq Bay onto your roster, you're looking at that one. The Magic. Well, Fultz is a game-time decision. Now, Fultz has been dropped in a lot of leagues. I did a search the other day for what leagues he's owned in and what leagues he's not, but he's rostered in 75% of leagues. So this is, again, it tells me that Fultz is not available in a 10. He is not available in a 12. So he's available in possibly a 10. Yeah is possibly not available in a 12. I know he's available in two 12-team leagues that I'm in, and I'm in a lot of leagues. He's probably not available in a 14 or a 16, but Fultz is where you just do your research, you do your look, you see if he's coming back and he's closer. If you need a point guard, shooting guard, where are you going to find a guy playing 28 to 32 minutes a night, every single night, who's a good passer, he's improved his efficiency from the line and from the field, he gets some threes occasionally, but he gets you the defensive stats. He gets you blocks. He gets you steals. This is what Fultz does. If he's on your wire and you're on a 14 or 16, drop your worst guy off and pick him up in advance. One of the guys who is must add is Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony has been playing incredibly well this season. He seems intended. Look, so their guard rotation. I feel bad for Anthony Black because, look, Anthony is owned in 50%, 6% of leagues. He has been averaging 16 points, four rebounds, three assists, almost a steal a game. And his efficiency has improved dramatically this year, which is really good to see from Cole Anthony. Like you look at the last games, 19, 14, 18. But the outside stats with that, two rebounds, five rebounds, seven rebounds, five assists, one assist, seven assists. But a couple of steals and two blocks last game is nice. He's putting it together really well off the bench, especially when Fultz is out. And if he's out, and he is on your roster. He is a must-stream. Jalen Suggs, also a must-stream guy today. Gary Harris is out. So that does open up the role for Anthony Black. So if you do need an extra stream, Anthony Black has seen some run. So if you see that Suggs is out, I'm going to check Black's availability right now. If they are out right now, if Suggs is not in your league, he's done. Fultz, done. Can't get him. And he's not playing. So Jalen Suggs, Great. Get him. But who else then? Cole Anthony. He's gone. Cool. Who else do you get? You get Anthony Black. Now, he was playing well until last game. Not Look, 
the minutes are great. They're there. 33 minutes and 30 minutes with Fultz and Harris out. Those are good minutes. Can he put it together? Two threes, eight points, five rebounds, two assists. He had the defensive stats the last two games with three um, with three steals over two games. None last game. But look, why not? You want to stream for the day. The other guards are gone. Hey, maybe you're going up against a guard. Maybe they don't have anyone playing for the day and you just want the edge. Well, that's where you need to roll out someone like Anthony Black into your lineups. Because today in these games, these are the guys who are going to get you a bit more of a return and see minutes on the floor on a low volume day. But let's talk about the guys who are, I'm going to say must add, or guys who definitely watch on this one with a bit of an injury update across the league. Because this injury update, it has big implications. As I said at the beginning of the pod, the NBA is absolutely smacked sideways with injuries right now. And this is presenting a lot of opportunity for guys in the league to see minutes. Going through the NBA injury report, it's just a who's who. I mean, Damian Lillard and Giannis are both game time decisions today. Yeah, fair enough. But look, again, it's an it's a national televised game. I don't think they'll rest them. Maybe, maybe Giannis gets rested, obviously, because of the return from injury. But one of the big ones right now is Cam Thomas in Brooklyn. Now, this is good. This is very good. Not if you own Cam Thomas, but we all knew that maybe this elite shooter player of the year, Cam Thomas, was not long for the rest of the season in the NBA. He was a good shout. An absolutely great shout for the short term. And he's going to be seeing six man minutes. So he's absolutely a hold. I'm not saying you get off there and move off him. But some guy who is available in leagues is Cam Johnson. Now, if you don't have an IL spot and you're in a 10 or a 12 team league, just do a search for Cam. Now, he is rostered in 87% of leagues. He is probably available in 10 team leagues. This is my guy who I've, I've had a look around on. And I saw him available in one league and I was like, are they kidding themselves? He's come off, he's still injured. And if you do not have an IL spot and people have not wanted to not use him for three weeks, they got rid of him. But in the whole mess of like, oh, I need to get a guy in today. I need to get a guy in today. Who am I getting now? When is someone coming back? When is somebody coming back? Guys like Cam Johnson can slip off some radars. I said to Anthony Melton before, this is a guy who you just want to keep an eye out do yourself a search right now and see if Cam Johnson is available in your league. I just scanned in all my leagues today and he was available in one competitive cash league. He's just sitting there. He's coming back very soon, maybe two games. He is a must-watch guy because Cam Thomas is out for two weeks. So they're going to need to generate that offense in Brooklyn, especially while he's out. Cam's might miss this week. Let's just say he misses this week. He's a game time decision currently, which I've heard before, and I'm not going to just jump all over that. He does say game time decision, but if he plays, if he is healthy, he's going to be getting a little bit of minutes, probably ease back in the first couple, but with Cam Thomas out, he's going to be having to carry a lot of the offensive load to take that pressure off Mikhail Bridges, off Dorian Finney-Smith, who still is a must-roster guy while Claxton is out. Him and Royce O'Neill have been doing very serviceable minutes here. The other guy I want to talk about doing serviceable minutes, Reggie Jackson. I called it on the pod with Mally the other day. He is their starting point guard. The Nuggets in their win yesterday, they rolled him out there and he played well. To be fair, there was a couple of seasons ago where we were all like on the Reggie Jackson train when he was in the Clippers before his trade happened and whatever, and he was doing well. He helped people win their leagues towards the end of it because he got out there. He had some minutes in a Clippers team that always seems to be dealing with injuries. 
but he was very serviceable and he was very good in those minutes. He knows how to play in the NBA. If Reggie Jackson is available in your league right now with all this injury news going on, he is an absolutely must roster guy because there are so many injuries in the NBA and Jamal Murray is out for a few weeks. In fact, Reggie Jackson is only rostered in 13% of leagues. And yesterday, four from the, 470 from the field. Look, he missed a free throw, but three threes, 20 points, two rebounds and six assists and no turnovers. Okay, yeah, don't tell me you don't want that on your team. So look for those volume. Look for Reggie Jackson's availability in the short term, especially if they roll him out there again. He filled in admirably after coming on. He, look, he was a bit cold not in game action after Jamal went down. He played the 24 minutes, 7-1-4. and four, But before that, 16-1-3. and three. Reggie Jackson is going to be a serviceable guy on this team as it's, it's basically ball handled by committee. The Nuggets play a very friendly team game of basketball. You can see an uptick in guys like KCP, even MPJ, or any other acronym you want to throw out there. That's right. If you hold any stock in Denver players, get an acronym on your team. See if you can get AG, KCP, MPJ, RJ, like, well, not Jack, like Jackson, not Hampton. But you want to look at the Nuggets right now with Jamal Murray's injury. He's out for an extended period of time. And to complement Jokic, those are the guys that are going to see an uptick. And Reggie Jackson is available in a lot of leagues. He is only rostered in 13% of Yahoo leagues. He is definitely worth a look if you're in a 16 team, 14. Get him. Just get him in your team. 12, he's a stream option, especially in back-to-backs. But this is a guy that you want to look at on your waiver wire with all of these injuries that are out. It continues to be that the New Orleans Pelicans are completely ravaged by injuries every other single day of the week. Now, Jordan Hawkins has got those minutes with the collapsed lung of CJ McCollum. But Dyson Daniels, who offers a lot by way of the peripheral stats by steals, blocks, defense, the shot's not there for our Aussie bloke Dyson yet, but Dyson is worth a stream. He is someone to keep your eye on in this team. Matt Ryan, for the love of God, is a stream option. When, Yarn, when when Zion and Brendan Ingram's out. Like, just be watching the, if, if on a low volume day, if the Pelicans are playing, I don't know what to make of them. I, I don't. And with so many injuries on this team right now, you can get in a streamer for a day, roll them out there. Valanciunas is available in some leagues. Why would you not start him if you need a center for the day? Like, to see the fact that Valanciunas is available in some leagues, like, that does my mind in. He was one of the last drafted centers, but he's available in some leagues. In a 10-team league, if you have a streaming spot, he's probably available. He's available in about 80% of leagues. So he's rostered in about 80%. So those 20% of leagues have got to be, they've got, I've got to tell myself that those have got to be 10-man leagues. But if you have a stream spot in that and you need a center for the day, roll out Big Val. He'll give you back some energy. He'll give you back stats right across the board. And he's playing this well, especially when Zion and Ingram are out. They go to him right now. Now, the big ad initially in Utah with the news of Walker Kessler's injury, everyone was running for Kelly Olenek and he didn't deliver yesterday. So Kelly Olenek was the hot grab. He was the hot grab. He was the hot grab. Everyone wanted Kelly Olenek on their team. And they didn't play very well. So he was picked up and dropped in some leagues. In fact, he's only 32% rostered. He is a very good NBA player. Kelly Olynyk is a really good NBA player. He runs like a point center, point forward thing hybrid for them. He's an excellent passer. He's a willing distributor of the ball. He can stretch the floor, which they've even tried to do with Walker Kessler in Utah this season. 
a little bit, not much success. He's moved back. But this is the interesting thing about the Kessler injury. And we'll talk about that. Kelly Olenek has been absolutely serviceable and he will continue to see minutes. He didn't play well last game, but he was dropped. He is available in 30, he is rostered in 32% of leagues. That means 68% of leagues, Kelly Olenek is available. If you're in a 16-team league, if you're in a 14-team league, Kelly Olenek is a must-add guy, 100% in a 14-16. 12, you can stream him. I actually think he's a hold in 12-team leagues in the interim, especially with Kessler out. Now, this injury from Kessler, apparently it's been hanging around since the beginning of the season. He sustained it in game one, and maybe that's the reason why he's been pretty shithouse. He's been, he's been pretty ordinary. Like, yeah, he has been. Let's admit it. But he's been out. Now, it's his elbow strain, and that does probably explain why he's been hesitant to go up a little bit. Probably explains the poorness around the rim and that agility and that willingness to take contact, which it's looked like he has... I said it about a week ago on pod. He doesn't, didn't look aggressive around the bucket. Like I've seen him look aggressive at times and he didn't look aggressive in this game. And this is one that I want to be looking at and see where that tracks with Walker Kessler. But he is out for about two weeks. Now, I've also seen reports where he could be back sooner than this, but it's a UHL. So it's not going to heal easy. He's going to come back. It's going to be padded up and he's looking to get some run. But just be looking to stream in those options over in Utah right now and what the implications is of that. Now, Larry Markinen is going to get some minutes, but Ochi Abaji is another pickup right now. Just watch what's happening daily, that one. But Abaji is going to get some minutes, especially if they need a center. John Collins is not available in your league. Is it John Collins trade time? Could you get John Collins? Now, this is a bit of a trade target advice. This guy has been absolutely rolling right now. Now, not rolling into the whack of like, oh, he's doing so good, but he's looking decent. His percentages, he's been shooting over 500 from the floor for the past two weeks. He's getting you a three a game. He's almost getting you like a double-double some games, 14 and 9, 14 and 6, 14 and 14 and 6, 20 and 10. He's getting a couple steals. The assist will never be there. He got, he's got one. He's got one in his last four games. Well done, John. Pass the ball occasionally. That would be great. But Collins is someone you want to have a look at and try and pick up on your team. The other guy I want to look at is Keontae George. Now, I have been, I was a preseason fan of Keontae George. I said good things about him. I've said you want to keep your eye on him. It's still a, a keep your eye on him. His upside is there. Now, he started last game at the point guard position for Utah. This right now, I, I'm, I'm just going to say, it, this is a hot pick. Pull over by this hot guy and let me out. Yeah, look, the nine assists were really nice, Keontae, but the efficiency wasn't there. He only took eight shots. He played 31 minutes. But if he can put that together, if he can drop some more threes, if he can fit into this system, he is a guy you want to add. The assists were very, very nice. Now, he moved into that starting lineup, replacing THT. And this is a guy that I've kept my eye on for a long time. And I think it's time that I pick him up because people aren't touching him. In fact, he's only 13% rostered. I mean, what are we doing? This is a guy, if you're in a 14 or a 16-team league, add Keontae George. Add him. Right now, just do it. 12-team leagues, look, it depends on what you need in your build. I'm not going to tell you and then he sucks and I'm not going to write some kind of like waiver pickup thing about the good. He's a, he's a rookie. He is going to be inefficient. But the minutes and the opportunity for this guy on a jazz team, yeah, it's going to be big. And if they don't do great down the start, we all saw at the breakout with Walker Kessler last year. They kind of eased back what they were doing. They let the young guys play. Marketing got injured. They rested their superstar. If that happens again, 
He is going to see so much run. It's ridiculous. Now, we're only three weeks into the season. It's no use to overreact, but invest now. And if it doesn't work out and someone who's going to get a more serviceable role or someone better comes along, do that. Sure, but why not now? Like you've got to have a position on your team to put him in. You've, if, if you're in a third, if you're in a 14 team league or a 16 team league and he's there, you've got to get him because your worst player, your worst player is going to be worse than Keontae George. Promise, like 100%. Like that's your worst guy. Um, don't, don't, you can at me, whatever. So what about this guy, this guy, this guy for George? Well, maybe that you're looking at the wrong spot. Maybe you're looking at the, the spot. Figure it out later. Drop a crappy small forward or a power forward if you don't need that or if you're overstocked with that one. Drop one of those guys off and just rotate the guys in. Do you need assist that week? Cool, run Keontae out there instead of your points and your three-point shooting guard because he's got that shooting guard eligibility. If he continues to start at the point for Utah, hopefully he will gain point guard eligibility and that will give you dual, op- and dual options. That's awesome. He'll fill in that, like that flex spot or that utility spot really, really well. Guys, I'm going to catch you with the pod for Skitty very, very soon. This has been Chase Down. I've been Matty G. Make sure you like and subscribe, all the things. And big shout out to our sponsors, Ryan at Astute Newstead. Check his details out below and the standard squeeze. Get your 15% off soon. We'll see you soon.